Hi there, everyone. I am Ashley Bullington, and welcome in to the campfire. This week, we have a great district in 10 5A Division I that we will be breaking down all week long, starting today. First up, let's introduce you to the teams in our film session. You won't find a more competitive 5A district in the state than 10-5A Division I. Due to COVID last year, the district played out its schedule in zones, and still all four of their playoff teams advanced to at least the second round. That includes Manville, who despite being riddled with injuries, made it to the regional final. In 2021, expect a similar run for the Mavericks as they return two of the best running backs in the district in Ty Harris and DeMonte Seymour. Defensively, Manville could be even scarier as they return four first-team all-district guys, plus linebacker Justin Medlock, who missed most of last year due to injury. Look out for Katie Pato this year as well. They graduated dominant running back Damone Bankston, but they'll have the most experienced quarterback in the district in Channing Dumas. The Panthers' season ended abruptly in 2020 when they had to forfeit a playoff game due to a positive COVID test, which they'll use as motivation. They also bring back an experienced defense for what will be their swan song in 5A, as they will be moving up to 6A next year. Hightower made it three rounds deep in the playoffs, and although they have a new head coach in Cornelius Anthony, he'll be blessed with some of the best receivers in the district in Caleb Johnson and Caleb Douglas. Richmond Foster graduated their quarterback, Philip Amy, and star wide receiver Cody Jackson. So the Falcons could take a step back, but should be in the running for a playoff spot. Angleton and Rosenberg Terry should also be in the mix for the postseason. Terry had the best quarterback in the district last year, but in 2021, look for the running game behind Michael Odom to lead the way. It'll be tougher for Angleton to stay in the playoff race as they will need newcomers to step up on both sides of the ball. Finally, Milby, Wisdom, and Kempner will all look to take a step forward in district play, but don't look for them in the postseason. Some really awesome teams in 10-5A Division I with some great competition. And they have some really great players. Let's see who some of them are in our players on the rise. Manville's DeMonte Seymour is quick and fast like a bunny. And while the Mavs groom a new quarterback, he should be able to show off his speed quite a bit this year. Seymour ran for over 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns last year as the Mavericks went all the way to the regional final. He'll be teaming up with Ty Harris in the backfield to make life difficult for opposing defense. The small 5'8 back should gain a lot of college interest this year. The most experienced quarterback in the district is Katie Pato's Channing Dumas. He threw for 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns last year as a junior. But he's a dual threat and never hesitates to take off if the pocket collapses. Dumas will be without the Panthers graduating running back Damone Bankston, so look for him to carry more of the load this season. Fort Bend Hightower's Caleb Douglas should step up to be one of the district's best receivers in 2021. Last season, the Hurricanes had a plethora of top-notch wideouts, but graduation has placed a lot of the duties on Douglas and Caleb Johnson. Douglas is a big receiver at 6'3", and he pulled down 22 catches as a junior. He has a lot of D1 interest, including the Baylor Bears. Manville linebacker Justin Medlock was looking forward to a tremendous junior year until a knee injury caused him only to play three of the Mavericks' 11 games. However, in those three games, he had two sacks and a pick six. As a sophomore, Medlock had 117 tackles, 
three and a half sacks and two fumble recoveries. All eyes will be on him to see how he recovers from his injuries, but as of now, he has major D1 offers. Some really great players in this district, and they are led by some strong head coaches who are helping mold them into them, and they are. And this week in our Media Days segment, we have BJ Gott of Katie Pato. All right, it's Media Day. We are joined with Katie Pato's BJ Gott, who I've been saying his name wrong for years now, but I appreciate him correcting me on it. Coach before we get into this upcoming year, man, there's a lot to dissect from last year, uh, especially you guys went the zone route. That had to feel kind of different for you, not not to mention all the COVID stuff, but you, you made it out of the zone route, you made it to the playoffs, and then to have it shut short because of the of the positive test or, or whatever it had happened to make you forfeit the playoff game against, uh, against Canyon. How, overall, how did that season kind of stick with you? Disappointing. Um, obviously when you have kids who work so hard and have overcome so many challenges throughout the year to even get to that point, to have it shut down and have your season in like that was extremely disappointing for the kids to see those seniors in their year like that was, was hard. But at the same time, it's like I said, back then when it happened, we were grateful to at least being able to play. I mean, our seniors and our kids got to go through a football season. There are a lot of people across the country that didn't even get to play football. We, can we use that bad taste in the next year to, to, as motivation? Because you guys are in one of the most powerhouse districts in the, in the state, in 5A. Uh, talk about how you're going to kind of survey this nine-team district and, and get your way through. Well, it's brutal. I mean, if you look at the teams in there, you've got, you know, obviously, you know, teams with a lot of tradition and a lot of success and Manville and Foster and Hightower are at the top of the list. And, and then, you know, you've got an Angleton team that is well coached and very talented. And you got a Terry team that was up and coming and they were talented last year and they competed with, with a lot of the teams in the district. So, you know, from top to bottom, we've got, you know, it's deep and there's a lot of great teams in the district. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge for us for sure. Thank you for joining us, coach, and good luck this season. No problem. Thanks, Ward. Anytime. Coach God, thank you so much for joining us here on the campfire. You can catch the entire interview with the Katie Pato head coach on Thursday in our media day segment as it's released on our social media accounts via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Up next, though, we bring in the inside high school sports insider, Matt Harris, for the district breakdown. All right, district breakdown time. Look who I got, man. It's my man, Matt Harris, Inside High School Sporter Insider. And we're talking 10-5A Division One. It's our last of the 5A districts. It's a, it's a doozy, though. It's a monster district. It's got nine teams. What do you see coming out of that district? Yeah, nine teams. And let me tell you, the teams at the top are insanely talented. In fact, uh, Hightower finished tied for fourth in the district last season, and that's a team that's normally competing towards the top of their districts. But when you've got Manville, Katie Pato, Foster, Hightower, it's just – it is a lot of talent. Uh, and we'll start with Manville. Um, I want to hit on them real quick. Obviously, the district champions, they're going to really miss quarterback Gabriel Larry and wide receiver Jalen Waltall next year. But guess what? Manville has both – of the first-team all-district running backs returning, Ty Harris and DeMonte Seymour. 
uh, both great weapons for the Mavs, and it really speaks to uh, how effective that uh, that Manville running game was last season with having two first-team all-district running backs. Uh, normally, that's – I don't know if I've ever seen that. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then they return a lot of talent on defense as well with Xavier Potts, Tyree Scranton, Malachi McLean, and Colin Wright, all returning off uh, all-district performances from a year ago. Uh, but for as much defensive talent that Manville returns, Peyto's right there. Uh, they'll return uh, uh, linebacker Alex Kilgore and Damian Sanford, uh, safety Kentrell Webb, and – and this is – this is interesting. Defensive back Michael Jordan. Not the Bulls Jordan, not Michael B. Jordan, just Katie Payton was Michael Jordan. So uh, they'll have a lot of talent on defense, and they return two all-district offensive performers as well with offensive lineman James Bailey and wide receiver Colt Wilson. So uh, those two teams were the top two finishers in this district from a year ago, and I think both returned the most talent out of anyone coming into 2021. Should be a fun district in – Hey, man, we're done with 5A. Next week, we're going to start in the 6A, and there's a plenty of 6A schools and districts to deal with in Houston area. So I will get back with you next week. Yes, sir. I'm excited for it. See you then. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for the great insight on 10-5A Division I. This district is going to be a good one in the 2021 season. I'm excited to watch how it breaks down during the year. That's all we have for this week's episode of The Campfire. Follow all of our social media accounts for content all week long and come back next Monday as The Campfire goes into 11 5A Division One. But until then, I'm Ashley Billington and thank you so much for watching The Campfire.